Karma, we're starting. We've started. Hi, Clayton. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm well, Clayton. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm pumped to be recording our final episode of this year. Yes. Um, welcome to the Marketer Podcast, everyone. Marketing analysis, marketing news, marketing chats and bants uh, from your pals, Clayton Smith and... Karma Levine. Let's do it, Karma. How are you? I am well, and I am excited to do to be recording our last podcast for 2019. We've got some big plans for the marketer for 2020, so stay tuned. Yes, and we got tons of news today, and there's tons of things happening. So let's get into it. Thanks again to Elliot Smith at Sundown Studios for having us. We are in the big pro studio, and it sounds amazing. So let's let's get going. Um, so much news to talk about. We start off with our big hits segment. Uh, the biggest news over the last couple of weeks, without a doubt, was Sasha Baron Cohen's speech that went mega viral. Yep. Uh, I watched it. I watched the full thing this morning. Um, how, what did you think of it? Um, I I watched an excerpt from it, and I've also um, I've read the entire transcripts. Um, what did I think of it? I'm pretty divided. To be honest, what about you, Clayton? Um, I I loved it. I loved it. I think the way he summarized a lot of the big problems that social media platforms are having, and the way he cut through to some um, kind of worst case scenario chats was was really good. And I think it's just a discussion that needs to move quicker. And he helped that. Yeah. I don't disagree with a lot of his ideas. Just for people who haven't seen it, actually. it's uh, He was accepting an award mm-hmm. at the Anti-Defamation League and he did, a, a I think it was about a 20, 25-minute speech and he really took the big digital platforms to task for um, being a vehicle for hate speech and discrimination, I think he, I think for not doing better to make sure that this kind of information is regulated and um, that political discussions are fact checked, I think that's his real um, main point. That was one of his points. Mm. Yeah. So why are you conflicted? Um, because. Uh, whilst I agree that they could be doing more, I think any time that you start, um, you know, telling people what they can and can't say and can and can't consume as content, it just gets, you know, really hard. Like it, from what standpoint are you coming from? I mean, he used the Holocaust as an example and um, Holocaust deniers as an ex- and is ex- as an example um, of people that he wouldn't want given a platform. Um, but, I mean, obviously the Holocaust happened and pl- the deniers are an outlier group of conspiracy theorists and whilst I think that they, um, I don't endorse their message, I don't necessarily think that Facebook or any other platform need to make sure that they don't have any message. Do you know what I mean? Like if people want to have a look at the alternative view, then why not? I think classing Holocaust deniers as an alternative view 
is a problem. I'm That's not- what, mm-hmm. and I, I know that was probably a slip of the tongue, but I that that's okay. Alternative views are not a problem, but uh, conspiracy theories that distort the facts of history and uh, hate speech. Uh, so, and so, are you saying that everyone is allowed a Facebook page? Yeah, kind of. Interesting. See, I don't think everyone is allowed a Facebook page. Well, Just the same way that everyone's not allowed to have a TV show or run an ad or uh, on, on any other media platform. And but it's it, not the same as having a TV show. To have a TV show, a network has to pick you up. Anyone can have a TV show on cable, but yeah. I don't think – so I don't think that's a a comparison. Okay, should so does everybody – is everybody allowed a Facebook page? Um, as long as it's not illegal, I don't – yeah. Okay. Not for things that are illegal, like you wouldn't want, you know, pedophile pages and stuff yep. like that. But yep. And I, just, I don't mean it as an alternative view as in I think that there's two sides to the Holocaust story. I'm not saying that at all. Um, I just well, let's mean use that. The, let's use the moon landing then as a, another conspiracy theory. Okay. Or flat earthers. Yeah, whichever, whichever one that it is that you use. I think one of the problems that Facebook and, and the other – algorithm-related social media platforms, so mostly all of them, mm. um, have is that they they act as an echo chamber. So if someone um, does believe in a certain way, they'll keep seeing content that lets them believe that, you know, that reinforces that view. So I think maybe part of the problem is that people aren't looking at other sides of things and, you know, maybe people should be allowed to see a, a different, someone else's different view. Maybe that will help. I I I disagree. I disagree. I think that Facebook is not the internet. Okay, Facebook is a private platform run by a private company mm-hmm. um, with profit motivations, and it's it's incumbent on them to moderate the content on their platform. Now, I know it's difficult, but I don't want to. I don't want to hear these crocodile tears about it's too hard right? You guys are the biggest, most profitable, most powerful companies in the world. Mm, the Silicon Six, as he called it. The them. Silicon Six. Mm. And these things are happening on your watch. And if it was any other platform, any other business, any other media company, the big discussion is usually, is Facebook a media company or is it not? Mm. And any other media company, this is why they don't want to be classed as a media company because- There's standards. Because there are standards. There are rules. And I think Facebook is a media company uh, and that they should be regulated like one. And if they if they allocated even, you know, a tenth more revenue to their moderation efforts to get rid of this garbage- they would kill. They would be able to fix it. They could fix it if they wanted to. That's what everyone thinks. I don't actually think that they could fix it because mm. I think it's human nature. They can moderate it, but yeah. they're never going to stop the problem from happening. While there are people with abhorrent views, they're going to have abhorrent views and they're going to try and share them. But um, I, I mean, I, I guess what's interesting to me as well is that there's so many ad accounts that get 
um, banned and so yes. many pages that are unpublished and yep. so many rules around advertising certain products on Facebook like um, medical products, um, yep. and wellness products, uh, uh, CBD, Such oil, and home loans, any other, any loans Housing. and any property. Um, so, so if you can regulate selling a house, you'd think that you could probably do a little bit better at, um, but I don't, I don't know about the, the, um, pulling down of pages necessarily, but I think that, um, ads, the political ads aspect of it, where they, um, will not moderate ads that are f- lies. Yeah. I think that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that people should be like the organic stuff, like if you want to post about, you know, loony rantings, yep. that's up to you, but if you're paying Facebook to show that to potentially vulnerable people, um then it probably should be true and it has to be true if it's medical, so why can't it have to be true if it's political? Great. Great point. I totally agree. Uh, it's really complex. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to watch it play out. Mm. Um, uh, let's move on. Okay. Because I don't think we're going to solve it. No, we're not going to solve right it. Now. But Sasha Baron Cohen did, well, the delivery was really great. Yeah, I think he summed up their, their problems really well. Okay, so this is an older news story, but we haven't really covered it on the podcast before. And I think it's so interesting that we super need to talk about it. Yeah, we've had a couple of discussions about this in person. So, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do it for with our listeners. So, you unearthed it, unearthed this story mm. and showed me and and we're still bamboozled, I think, that there hasn't been more chat about it around. Yeah. Uh, tell us about it. Uh, so, um, Channel 9 launched a self-service TV ads platform. So, basically, what that means is that rather than going through a media buyer or an agency to um, place your TV ads for you, if you're a smaller business, you can um, get your TVC and use the dashboard and pop it on there yourself. Crazy. 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 You would have thought that would have made a bit more of a splash while the other channels, you know, scrambled to catch up. Um but yeah, we didn't really hear much about it at all. And also they added in uh, a content creation aspect where they say, if you want to spend this much, we'll create the ads for you or we can help you create the ads yep. as well. Like we'll film them. So the, I think the deal was, and I don't know if it's still current, so don't quote me, um, was that if you spent 15K on your um, media, so on yep. placing the ads, um, that you – they would film your commercial for you for free. I think it's an amazing step. I think it's a really cool idea and I can't believe- Unless you're a media buyer. Unless you're a media media buyer for TV. Yeah. Uh, this, this is part of why Facebook and Google are so big is that they have cut out the middleman in running ads. You can, any, anyone can go on and, you know, um, set up an ad. And so I think this is really interesting yeah, I think it's a real move away from it being TV advertising being seen as being for the big guys. Yes. Um, and, you know, the easier they make it, the more, you know, more medium to smaller businesses will potentially um, give it a go. 
who maybe weren't going to before yep. and maybe have 15 grand that they could spend on a campaign um, but don't have much extra to have spent on the content. Yep. And so therefore them making the ad for them is, you know, really attractive to that segment. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's that's where they're going with that, just trying to increase their their base. Yep. None of us, are, neither of us are TV ad experts. No. <laughs> I don't think either of us have ever run any TV ads. No. Uh, when do you think TV ads work the best though? I don't know. I don't know because I don't really understand how they measure them. Yep. Um, so for me, I guess they'd have to be, um, I guess jingles work really well because we still remember the Pizza Hut phone number from – Yep. 20 years ago. Um, so so those kind of things probably work the best as yep. an earworm. Yep. I think it's like uh, any ad. I think if you have enough repeats mm. and enough impressions, uh, it will work. It will yeah. work. It's just how much It's reaching frequency by. <laughs> yeah, like how much can you spend um, – and whether it's a good or bad ad, <laughs> the more the more impressions you get, I think the worse ads probably need more impressions. That's probably what you know. You know what I mean? Like, there's probably an inverse relationship between quality of ad and number of impressions needed. For, yeah, for maybe recall for ad recall. If it's super bad, maybe it's just doing your brand damage, and you shouldn't run it at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so anyway, stay tuned about that. We're going to try to find someone who's done those ads. Yeah. If anyone knows anyone who's had any done any self-serve not uh, TV ads, we'd love to hear about them. Yep. Um, we don't have to quote you directly or anything. We, you can we remain can just, anonymous. Can re- we just want to hear about how they went. <laughs> how and the if, experience was. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's an amazing and a great idea by Channel 9. Um, so good work, Channel 9. It's called, it's called Nine Voyager. Mm. Uh, which we probably should have mentioned. Like like the space shuttle. Like the space shuttle and my favourite series of Star Trek. Clayton loves Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Moving on to our next story. Next story. So we're going to call Adam Burrell from So Perth. Yeah. uh, In a little bit um, because we want to talk – we're coming into the end of the year. We want to know bots up with Burrell. Yeah, bots up with Burrell. (laughs) Uh, Adam Burrell is the founder of So Perth, the media monster that uh, is crushing it and has been for so long now. In in Perth, you get all your event, no, you know, event news, um, bars, restaurants. Uh, oh my god, there's so much content that So Perth is cranking out about about our lovely hometown. Um, and yeah, so we're going to call him and talk to him about bots, messenger bots. Yep, messenger bots. So stay tuned for that. We do want to start off with. Uh, chatting a bit about Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. So we just got through that. Yes, we're getting to that pointy end of the year. Yep. The march is on. What did you think of Black Friday and Cyber Monday this year? I don't know if there was a possibility of being able to receive more emails. <sighs> it was big. I think everyone's inbox exploded. It was big. I think if you weren't early, um, you really – you got caught up in the annoyance. I've never seen unsubscribe rates like I have in the last week <laughs> ever. Not uh, yeah, and that's it's not good. 
in a way as a marketer when you've got all these unsubscribe rates you have to explain. But I guess the good side of it is that you've got a more engaged list now. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of it people would have tolerated on a normal Friday. Yep. Um, and it was just after an inbox explosion <laughs> they were like unsubscribe angrily rage to all quitting. of them. Yeah, yeah, rage quit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mind it. It was uh, – I mean, I'm signed up to so much that I don't really consider myself a standard Yeah. Know, oh, user. we're not standard. We're not standard users. No. Um, but, yeah, I I saw there was a lot of ads. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm noticing a really fast turnaround from Facebook now. If you click on an ad, man, they're going to show you the competitors really fast. Mm. Like literally in the same feed scroll – you can be getting competitors for a product you just clicked on. Like they yeah. are not mucking around. But that's not necessarily dynamic. You could just be the perfect audience for those ads. Yes, but I mean like I click on a phone case ad, which mm-hmm. I because I am in the middle, you know, I'm in the market for a phone case karma. Uh-huh. And Clayton's phone is naked, everyone. It's naked. Uh it's had some hits. It's it's had some drops. So it's And it is an iPhone, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one too many drops. It's taken damage already, yeah. So yeah, I've just seen uh, – I'll click on a phone ad, a phone case ad, and then further go back to the feed and then I'm seeing more phone cases, like bam, 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 Because bam. you've shown intent. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just the Facebook algorithm amazing. This is not uh, specific to Black Friday or Cyber Monday, but, yeah. Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, big things. I'm sure people did a lot of sales. Good luck to the marketers out there. Mm. I'm, I hope you did crazy good numbers. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. We'd love to know. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us in, and we're coming into Christmas now. Yep. So some big ad spends. Historically, what kind of cost increases have you seen Facebook ads-wise? Well, I mean, it really depends on the audience, as as it always does with Facebook ads. It really depends on the audience and the campaign that you're running. But um, I can say that it is very competitive out there at the moment. Yeah. Um, Q4 is always competitive, but um, I think from now till – isn't this Q2? No. Yeah. It depends whether you go on the American <laughs> or the um, Australian. No, no, if you go calendar Qs. or if you go in calendar year or, or financial. financial. Yeah. 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 It's anyway. Well, going. people in all the ad groups call it Q4. Okay. So all right. Fair enough. In an ad perspective. Sure. For Facebook, it's Q4. It's Q4. Okay. Anyway, it's that time of the year where everybody makes hay while the sun shines. Yeah. And boy, is the sun shining. Yep, it definitely is here in Perth. It's 42 here today. Crazy. Disgraceful. Yep, so, okay, the costs go up. Yep, because competition is higher. Straight so. up competition. Yep. Yep. So until we get to the the magical date where you're definitely not going to get your things on time to put under the tree, Yep. we have a few days respite and then there's Boxing Day sales. Yep. So we'll get hammered again. Yes. Um. Your inbox will explode again on Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, because you've got nothing better to do except for recover from a food coma <laughs> and shop. The amount of people that shop in those Boxing Day sales is. Do you mean crazy. physically go to shops? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's too, yeah. I don't. People don't have anything to do. It's hectic. People. Well, some of them have to take back shit gifts that they got. <laughs> and people just love shopping. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people out there and they love shopping. I don't mind it, but I people wouldn't. People love shopping. I don't want to, I don't need people at my elbows. Yeah. It's not like into a, that. 
it's like a festival, yeah, but it's of like a big day out of consumerism. <laughs> um, you sent me this Hayford Hafford Christmas ad. Yeah, I'm not sure how you say it. I've only we'll, seen it written. We'll hey, link to Hayford. it in the show notes. Yeah, it's really cute. I think um, apparently it's the third year they've done a Christmas video. Yeah, and what is um, it? and this one is the has been the most popular. So basically, the um, the theme is that you know stay stay being a kid this Christmas. Yeah, and um, so the business is a hardware business, an independent family run hardware business, which must be pretty tough in, yeah. in Wales. Um, so they've used their two-year-old son um, going through the motions of his his dad's day. Um, so it's like, you know, he has breakfast and then he goes to work and then he works in the store and then he goes home and you um, he grows up. So it's it's really cute. Um, it's, you know, it's not the best ad that's ever been made. It's beautiful. It Yeah, it is cute. I loved it. Yeah. It I really mean, nice. I'm not the target market. I don't have children and I'm, you know, yeah. not like – that interested in hardware businesses, yeah. Although shop local, it's important. Um, but I thought it was really, it was cute. And mainly the point that I wanted to make is that these guys spent 135 pounds on that video, and it's been picked up by international press. I mean, we're talking about it in Perth, yeah, pretty far from Wales. It's a beautiful little ad, mm. and they have spent. Next to nothing on Next it. Next to nothing. And I I don't actually believe they spent. They they okay, spending 135 is just ridiculous. They they mm. just got lucky and they must have had friends help them and blah blah blah. Well, so the story is that his um him and his friend filmed it. Yeah. And then the money that they spent was sending it to a professional sound studio um to have the soundtrack put on properly. Yeah. Mm. Uh that's amazing. Which cost them 135 pounds and they posted it on the Facebook page and here we are. Yeah. So who said organic reach is dead? Right? Well, exactly. For one, organic reach is not dead. And yep. for two, um, content doesn't have to cost the earth. You just have to have something really relatable. And really good to say. You've got to have something to say. But I don't even know, like, what were they saying? They had a story. They had a story and they had a great ad. They could have made that story up at any time of the year, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, look, I'm not taking away from it. I thought it was great, but yep. I think the main thing is that as long as your as long as your content's super relatable, it doesn't have to cost you a fortune and you don't have to spend a fortune on distributing it. So let's say they didn't film it film it themselves, because that was mm. that that's just kind of lucky that that they can film stuff, right? Most, let's say most business owners and most smaller businesses and most marketers aren't videographers, right? Mm. <clears throat> they still could have made that video for like 1500 bucks. Yeah. Right? Which is, again, nothing. It's still, st- it's still a small investment. It's an extra zero though. It is, but in the grand scheme of things, um, that is the, the, the return that they've gotten mm. They couldn't have actually bought it, even if they spent fifty grand on this ad. They they could not have gotten this return, and so yeah, the the power of the creative, yeah, power of the creative. Um, so yeah, we want to see great Christmas ads. If any if anyone sees a great Christmas ad, send them through. We want to feature them on the marketer, and we want to talk about them. Uh, we should call Adam. Yeah, I'm going to call him right now. We said we were going to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's actually, do it. Uh, yep, he's going to call us though. No. 
We're going to call him? Yeah. Okay, okay I'll, face, I'll Facebook call him. I told him you would Facebook messenger him. Okay. He's at WeWork. Ooh, it's oh, ringing. Yes, it's ring- this is live, live on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Adam Burrell, welcome to the Marketer Podcast. Thanks for joining us, brother. No worries. It feels like we're the three amigos now. Can we call <laughs> ourselves that, given that we are always dancing? Yes. Seems like now. Adam Burrell, friend of the marketer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> BFFs. Absolutely, yeah. Fan number one. You're our number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> We're your number one fans. <laughs> uh, so, man, we want to get you on today. Adam is the founder of SoPerth, the um, media company cranking out the best content about Perth-related stuff. Um, how's it all going, man? Yeah, it's going really well. I um, had best month uh, last month, I think 450000 uh, hits on the site, so Holy not bad. moly. Um, so that's the best month yet, so hopefully I'll have a nice strong finish to the year and do even better than that and maybe even crack half a mil um, if all goes to plan. We should party, man. Um, yeah. we, we should party if you hit half a mil in a month. <laughs> like that, That's crazy talk. Congratulations. Yeah, it's, like, it's quite weird considering that like maybe two, probably two years ago or yeah, two and a half years ago when you get like 500,000 for the year, you think, Oh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, that's like happening in a month. <laughs> that is bananas. Um, yeah. Great stuff. So coming into the end of the year now, you're going crazy on Christmas content um, and you've got this amazing Facebook bot going. Let's talk about it. Tell us about it. Yeah, so the uh, the Christmas Lights bot, uh, it was born last year for the Christmas last year and it did pretty well. I think it had about 15,000 people sort of go through it. Um, so I've rolled it out again this year, made a few modifications. Cause, yeah, tell us um, what's I new, Adam. The software's changed. Uh, well, the way that I built it initially was quite clunky because um, I was just sort of getting into the bot space and didn't quite know what I was doing. So it's a bit more trial and error than anything. Uh, but now there's far more ways you can be far more efficient with, I guess, like redirects um, within you know, the way you build the bots and stuff like that. So you can set up certain menus and essentially synchronise that across the whole bot as opposed to just building um, everything in the one sort of, I guess, what they call it, like a block. Um, so it's far more, yeah, the way I built it, it's, far, it's a lot easier to actually manoeuvre around and um, for me to actually build out and, and manage as well. Brilliant, brilliant, cool. So when did you kick it off this year? Uh, so, yeah, I kicked it off on the 1st of December. Uh, I think to date there's been about 4,500 people through it, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's going quite well. I haven't actually sent it out to... The, I guess like the registered subscribers of the bot yet. I um, just wanted to seed it out there and see how it goes, I guess like organically. Yep. Um, but we haven't reached the, uh, I guess like the height of Christmas lights craziness yet. Um, that will happen, I think, once everyone finishes work. Yeah. Um, yep. So I'll sort of save it for that time to really engage my audience. Um, okay. So on you a personal ba- level to shoot them out to that. And yeah, then I really so just pump up let some them more start content. off slowly so that they're not getting um, sick of it. Is that well, it's more of that like if I'm sending it out now, they're probably not going to use it as much, yeah. Um, unless they're on the weekend, um, or because most people are busy during yeah. the week and kids are probably at had enough still. after. Yeah, your kids are still at school and they probably had enough at work. So once I think work's finished for most people, that's when it's going to get crazy. So that's when I really want the people to actually activate the button um, and use it because that's because I would rather them actually activate it, use that as opposed to look at it and go, oh wow, that's cool, and then actually not get back. Not to it. use it, yeah. 
Yeah, because so, they actually use it, then they can tell their friends and say it's so easy. Um, it was amazing, which is great because I've seen a lot of comments on Facebook already about it. So it's great. Awesome, awesome. So tell us about how you're rolling it out because I think that's super interesting. Um, so you're just kind of drip feeding out at the moment, just posting about it on Facebook a little bit here and there, yeah. or and just putting it in in email blasts down the bottom, or. So at the moment, it's just been um, sent out in the one. Uh, article that I've done around Christmas lights of Perth and how to discover them. Um, so that's that was number one on Google for a while uh, for Christmas lights of Perth. So I have to keep on updating some content to make sure I can stay up there. Um, so other than that, it's just been posting it out onto Facebook, um, and then people click through into the article, and then they can actually activate the bot through there. Great. Um, and then and then when and you're going to dial it up to eleven, how, yeah, what, so what be, does that look like? So every single Christmas article I do from now on will actually have an activation for the bot um, so you can actually easily um, click a link or click send message and it will actually take you to the Christmas lights um, bot. Uh, but yep. then when it gets dialed to 11, uh, promoting the actual Christmas light article on Facebook, I would actually make it any, t- any when anyone comments on the post, it will actually activate um, saying, hey, do you want to check it out? Um, yes. That way. So that way it's just going to organically just get a ton of uh, engagement as well. And you'll run it as an ad? Uh, potentially, we'll see how it goes. Um, yep. I mean, I don't, at the moment, I don't need to run it as an ad, but it could be something that I'll, I'll look at doing. Yep. And what I might do is just remarket to everyone that's ever read a Christmas article within the last, I guess, like month on So Perth. And if they haven't been to the box, that's a good thing about the bot. You can actually um, remove audiences as well, just like you would with Facebook advertising. So if someone has been to the Christmas lights bot and I have, in the way that you build it, you can actually define. Um, I guess like ratings or scores to what people engage with. So as soon as they open it up, I'll give them a score of one, um, and then if I can essentially remarket everyone and remove that, um, remove them from, I guess the seeing the bot, in that sort of sense um, through the advertising as well. Exclusions are so that. important. They're yeah, so yeah, under more, underused. I think it's more important than inclusions. To be honest, me too. Yeah. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you're a beast, Adam. That sounds so good, man. That sounds so great. Uh, do you have any other So Perth bots going at the moment? Well, I was just talking to Kami. I don't know if she's sick of my bot talk yet. <laughs> get Not at there. all. <laughs> but um, I, I just rolled out a um, sort of like a subscription to the website across all different categories because initially I just had like a latest headlines, which you can subscribe and you'll just get essentially everything that's posted onto the So Perth. So it'll get sent through to your Facebook Messenger, which um, obviously is helped with me, I guess, um, promoting content across that channel, but it wasn't really individualised. No, I was so getting I sports. To, yeah, because <laughs> it's all about sports. Yeah. But that's where I guess like light in the issue and engagement rates weren't that great because it's just like sending your normal sort of EDM out to everyone going, hey, check out our latest articles or whatever. It's not really related to everyone. Yeah. So I've created a, like created categories for eats, for travel, for events and stuff like that. Um, and that's only been live for about a, just over a week. Um, and that's just sort of segmented on the way that you engage with the bot at the end of it would be like, hey, before you go, do you want to receive some uh, content from us based around these categories? Subscribe if you like. And I was just showing, yeah, showing Kami, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, uh, that like the conversion rate on those is like 80 to 90% of people that actually see that will then click through and subscribe onto the, the category that they want. So it's crazy. Completely bananas. Um, yeah. So epic to hear. Uh, I'm subscribed to the daily updates and I 
I uh, I found a little tricky to go from daily updates to other ones, but that's more about Facebook Messenger, I think, than the bot itself. Yeah, um, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. I, I I'm gonna be really fascinated. It's gonna be really fascinating to see what kind of support Facebook gives the bots uh, going forward. Um, but man, and and Carmen mentioned that you're starting to do bots for other people. So we, we want to get, get the word out that if people need a bot, are they coming to you? Yeah, hundred um, percent. It's definitely something that I'm, I guess, like sort of passionate about because it's, it's kind of like the best of, I guess, both worlds. It's kind of like having an app and it's kind of like having a website. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, absolutely you can awesome. customize it the way you want. It's great. Um, so yeah, so I'm doing some competition bots, um, which have been quite efficient. Just did one for the ice cream um, summer factory, summer factory festival. Uh, so that's kicked off, and that went crazy. That's going crazy at the moment. I think they've had about five hundred. Um, it's a really good price, emails. isn't it? Yeah, it's like a VIP experience to a sold out event and yeah, uh, overnight stay um, at, one, at the Perth Newest restaurants in that. Um, so yeah, it's like, and that's had like over five hundred emails and phone numbers captured uh, for the client. So just so the power of that happy. is it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Because you can easily just like tap one button and get it and people subscribe with their emails. So good. So fantastic. So marketers out there, if you need a bot, um, you you got to come see my man, Adam. Man, thanks so much <laughs> for, for the call today. Great to chat to you. We got to go. Yep. No worries. We'll uh, leave you to it. We know you're super busy. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for thanks for taking the time. Good luck with your Christmas bots, Speak brother. Soon. Talk to you soon. Speak thanks soon. Speak Bye. Soon. Bye. What a beast. Yeah. Just crushing it with Facebook bots. It's so great to hear marketer stories about winning. Yeah. Um, it can be hard to win in this game, so it's great to hear winning stories. Yeah. And, you know, if you guys are interested, maybe we can touch base with them in a few weeks' time and just see yeah. some final stats for the – the that's, Christmas campaign. That's a great idea. That's great. We'll, we will definitely look into that. Because okay. I think that's a good case study. Oh, so good. So we're running out of time, so we've got to yep. keep keep plowing through this. Um, I got an article up on the Marketer blog. Great. So everyone needs to check that out. It is called David versus Goliath, where I break down uh, Calvin Klein, uh, men's underwear, versus the newcomer into the Aussie space called Step One. And it's so interesting to compare and contrast, uh, you know, the big, big hairy bulge that is Calvin Klein <laughs> uh, to the the pinky-sized newcomer that is step one and uh, their different approaches to marketing. And, uh, yeah, what did you think of that article, Kama? Um, Yeah, it was good. I think, you know, Calvin Klein's been around a really long time. So um, for me, one of the most important things about um, about the – the what the article's theme is is that d- depending on the stage of business that you're at is how you need to yep. market yourself and they they you know don't need to make as much noise because people already know who they are so yeah I just found it really fascinating that step one's approach was so feature and benefit heavy uh, and brand the idea of brand and you know this is who you want to be if you buy our product or service is completely non-existent really. So I found it really interesting. So check it out. The, the link will be in the show notes. Yep. Um, we want to squeeze in some quick crushing it or car crash. Yep. Um, man, I thought that Peloton ad has been a car crash for them. Car crash. Oh, man, that has been all over everything. Yep. People are bagging that out. Even if it wasn't that bad, the fallout is so bad that it's still a car crash. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Check it out. Peloton have done an ad where they uh, uh, a husband buys his wife a 
an exercise bike, mm, which is the that. Pel- the, that's what Peloton sell are these high tech exercise bikes. And then um, she the ad documents her getting on with using the bike over a year and taking selfies. And I mean, she's already a freaking supermodel anyway. So it's just, I don't know. It, it doesn't ring true and the, it's the not, internet has decided that it's that crap. That it's weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So check that out. Uh, a Crushing It, um, VB have done a fashion line um, with a brand called Mr. Simple. Check that out. That looks great. Um, uh, one of my car crashes that I've seen lately, all the Black Friday and Cyber Monday ads advertising 100% off their product. Well, is that free shipping? I mean, pay shipping? Yeah. Yeah. Th- Stupid, just kind of dumb. Like mm. it's a hundred percent off our product. You just got to pay for shipping. I don't know. I think it's dumb. It doesn't. It's stupid. It's a hundred percent off. What are you talking about? But I bet it was effective. Ugh, I would love to. Do you know what I will say about those hundred percent off and all those Cyber Monday, Black Friday ads with the percent off? Is all their creative sucked? Yeah, it was, it was all it was very text heavy. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. definitely. Um, but it probably worked. We have, and then one last crushing it, that kid on TikTok who ate his brother. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I don't know if you know, but there was a video that came out um, by the young liberals in Queensland. Of, a couple of young libs, yeah. Um, and it's been taken down now and so here's their Facebook page um, because it wasn't very nice. Yeah. Um, and so one of the guys from the video's little brother is on TikTok and so he said, this is for you, Australia, and recorded a little video, which we'll link to as well. Where he eggs his brother in the face. Yes, he eggs him in the face. Like, all wow. hail the new egg boy. <laughs> uh, Apparently okay. an egg in the face is a real Aussie thing to do when we don't like people. <laughs> okay, this is our last. Um, so that that's it, man. That's I it. Think, I think that's it. That's our, yep. that's our last episode of 2019. Stay tuned. We've got our Grill the Marketer dates. They're all up now. Locked in. They are locked in. We are going to be doing our Grill the Marketer event every second month mm. in 2019. The dates are live on our website. Check it out. Um, and that's it. Dude, great to see you. You too. Have a great Christmas. You too. Market on. Keep marketing. <laughs> uh, happy marketing, everyone, and we'll see you next year. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.